Welcome to this week's Thinking Caps, where we're going to be digging into some confessions from right across the advertising and marketing ecosystem to see how executives are really feeling about how well prepared we are for life after the cookie. Stay tuned. All right, and for this confession series, I am very pleased to have our VP of Brand, Francesca Gillett with us. Welcome, Fran. Thank you. It's nice to be here. All right. So for those of us, for those of you that don't actually know, this is from Digiday, who run this kind of anonymized confession series where they get executives from the advertising and marketing ecosystem to basically weigh in with unfettered thoughts about various different topics of interest. And it could be argued there isn't a topic that's more uh, prescient right now than the death of the cookie. So Fran, you're going to help me dig into these confessions. Yep. What did you choose first? Okay. Uh, first up, we have a confession from a consulting firm exec on the squeezed middle of publishers. Oh, here we go. All right. I quote, I know holding companies that are mandating 80% private marketplaces starting next year, which means it's going to be back to direct sales using programmatic as a vehicle just to execute. So publishers who have either have good ad network relationships or have a sales team will succeed. The longer tail ones, however, won't have either of those safety crutches and so will have to work with ad networks. Didn't realise anyone's middle got squeezed during COVID. <laughs> That's certainly true. Mine, mine didn't. All right, but it's it's a good point. You know, there is there's stretches right across the ecosystem. We're gonna we're gonna see that with some of these other unfettered confessions. What have you got next? Okay, we have a confession from a chief media officer on agency IDs. Oh, hot, hot topic. All right, I quote. We've tested many of these solutions and don't feel like there's much of a future there. We've tested these alternatives in Europe and the US and the results have been underwhelming. Whether it's very buggy service that doesn't really do what it's meant to, or they just don't have the requisite scale for us. We used one in France where we had around 30% of our audience and not all of that was accurate. The data strategies of these companies aren't progressive enough. They're not shy to tell it like it is. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> sure, that'd be fun after dinner party after a couple of wines. <laughs> That's yes. This is, this is, I mean, this is probably where they've recorded these confessions. Yeah, you know? I imagine get get people through a couple of bottles of Merlot and then see what they really feel. But yeah, you know, it's 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 a it's a hard hitting viewpoint on the state of, of agency IDs. All right, what have we got next? Okay, we're back to publishers. Uh, we've got a confession of a publisher on growing skepticism over ID tech. All right, I quote. It's vital that we keep in mind why the ecosystem, tech companies, data providers, measurement vendors, etc., is fighting so hard uh, to recreate um, the world of yesterday, which was not a particularly nice place for publishers to be in. Here, publishers were reduced to being providers of users at a price that kept dropping, where first-party data and journalism meant almost nothing where cross-site tracking enabled third parties to build and expand ever larger data pools i think publishers have a bit of a point there wasn't exactly working for them before no it wasn't and that's that's you know that's the point we we can be too myopic in focusing on what does it actually mean for you know marketers at brand but we really have to also think about the wider ecosystem and publishers have got a fair point there why should they recreate what happened yesterday when it wasn't working for them so well all right what have we got next okay we're going over to apple obviously they had to be mentioned uh so we have confessions of a media agency exec 
on Apple's growing influence over advertising. Aha. All right. Now, I quote, we're setting up initiatives internally to help make sense of it all, particularly when it comes to contingency planning, because there may come a time when they have to ease their reliance on Apple's ecosystem when you think about how much control it's exerting over the App Store and tracking more broadly. It may get so bad that we have to start advising clients to drive people away from their apps, for example. For some brands, these changes from Apple are so much bigger than media. It's a disruption to their business model. That's a proper fighting talk, that driving is. people away from the apps. That is, I mean, that is proper, you know, dual at dawn kind of territory. It's like, it we're going to, we're going to try and, I mean, good luck trying, uh, trying to bucket the, the app store. It's, uh, yeah. that's quite a task, but it does show you that the real tensions here in the ecosystem. All right. What, what have we got next? Um, I think this one a lot of people will agree with. Um, this is from a confessions from a senior marketer on why it's hard to quit Google. All right. What has a senior marketer got to say? I, I quote, neither Google's stance on alternative ide- identifiers or its decision to extend the deadline for when third party cookies go is surprising. I doubt, I highly doubt that this change is done purely to support the privacy topic and is disconnected from future profit streams that Google is anticipating. I suppose they will see what the changes look like. Google is already a strong pull today, and even consultants often re- recommend using Google over other solutions, probably because it's likely to outlast the others. The knock-on would be that multi-touch attribution, a somewhat shaky science, will go away altogether. But that is another topic. Yeah, I feel like that is another topic. Yes, it certainly is. <laughs> Quitting Google isn't probably as easy as it seems. No, very true, very true. All right, what have we got next? Okay, we are between a rock and a hard place now with a media consultant on tech vendors. All right, so confession of a media consultant. I quote, lots of companies have poured millions of dollars into building out new technology like cohorts and unified ID 2.0. That was smart when Google's original deadline for third-party cookies was valid. Not so much now. Following the extension, these investments aren't irrelevant, but there's less urgency to adopt them because marketers are still reliant on third-party cookies. Companies that were progressive and set their stall out on being fast movers are in between a rock and a hard place because their products aren't as needed as they once were. It's their punishment for doing the right thing. At least that's how we see things playing out based on discussions we're having. Yeah. They're really caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, that's no that's no good place for, for anyone to be. But I mean, I, I do somewhat, you know, think about this slightly differently because the extension isn't for that long. All right. You might be missing out on some revenues, you know, this year, but we're talking about twenty twenty three. It's not very far away. So, you know, our view is that marketers have got to get on this, get on this quickly. And there are some long-term strategies that will really reduce your reliance on um, not just third-party cookies, but actually being having to connect with uh, customers uh, indirectly through third parties like Facebook and Google. And that is building out your marketing database, putting in loyalty programs, thinking about how you incentivize direct engagement. And we're going to be covering all of that on our Signals user conference very soon. True. We'll come to that at the end. Yes, we will. All right. Last one. What have we got? Okay. We're going back to an ad tech exec on the fallacy that the CTV thriving is the in the absence of third party cookies. All right. So confessions of an ad tech exec uh, on this perceived, perceived fallacy that CTV is thriving. 
in the absence of third-party cookies. All right, the people who are the most frustrated with all of the disruption across the ad industry are the media buyers. I recently spoke to the head of media activation at a large holding company, and they were beside themselves. The frustration of having to spend millions of ad dollars on CTV while basically flying blind, not knowing if they're reaching the same people or not across all the different TV platforms, or not having a way to stitch together the data with anything else they're buying. It's crazy. For entrepreneurs like entrepreneurs like us, it's good because we go to where the problems are. But there's so much frustration underneath the hype around connected TV right now. Cool. I think that's probably enough confessions for one day. No, you are right. And we are running out of time. So, yeah. you know, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And hopefully we'll see you all at Signals21. Cheetahdigital.com slash signals. See you there. See ya.